Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp of the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football. Or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant shortly as uh, we conclude the 2022 NFL season as Super Bowl 57 is now in the books, and the Kansas City Chiefs have beaten the Philadelphia Eagles 38-35 as you all know, and it was uh, certainly, um, oh, it's a strange game, right? I mean, it was uh, it, it was an exciting game in a lot of ways. It was anticlimactic in my mind in, in even more ways. Um, is it the kind of game that, you know, you uh, you leave the state, you know, or, or leave watching it if you're not, a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs or the Philadelphia Eagles uh, with, you know, some amazing, like, memory or, or think that it's, um, you know, uh, uh, just a, a real top Super Bowl. Not to me. I mean, I think you leave the game complaining about the official call, the holding call at the end of the game, um, the grass or, or, or footing that was just horrible for a Super Bowl. I mean, those are the two things that I take away, um, you know, from besides, you know, obviously the, 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 the football play of uh, Mahomes or Hurts or, or however you want to, you know, kind of say it. I mean, it just, you know, those things are going to, they're going to stay with you. I mean, it, it's a shame in, in a lot of ways that, um you know, that it, it comes down to that. Uh, you know, both quarterbacks, very hyped up. Um, both quarterbacks played really well. Um, but, you know, one quarterback is obviously going to go down as, uh, you know, the the guy. And that's going to be Mahomes because, you know, he got his second Super Bowl. And this changes a lot of things. I mean, this is going to obviously change the career of Andy Reid and it's going to change the career of Patrick Mahomes because when you get that second Super Bowl um it just puts you in a different level I was talking to some people the other day and you know like Andy Reid getting this second bowl now it puts him in uh you know it, it separates him from the Sean Paytons you know um the Pete Carrolls, even though Pete Carroll was uh, a Malcolm Butler 
um, interception away from having, you know, that second one. But, you know, there's also something to keep in mind, and that's it's, it's not a back-to-back second one. That makes a difference, too. That makes a lot of difference. And I know that Don Shula has a back-to-back, but Don Shula also has three in a row that he went to, and he's got a perfect season, which nobody has ever done. And that is what separates Don Shula from, uh, you know, from everybody in that sense, because nobody's ever gotten that. And even though it's played out so many, you know, degrees, um, it's it's just something that nobody's ever done. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, when you take that part of it out, uh, you know, it's just basically um, it adds a different mix to the whole situation. Um, so. Uh, you know, I, I think when you consider Super Bowls, uh, you have to consider, you know, um, the coaching legacy that goes into them. So uh, taking that into consideration, um, Andy Reid now puts himself to a different plateau. Uh, he, he puts himself into a situation where um, you have uh, the greats, and he falls in there. Now, from Patrick Mahomes' standpoint, uh, you have exactly the same thing because now you have a multiple winner, and multiple winners takes you to a different level. It really does. Now, what separates some of those other ones is you got Aikman, Bradshaw, Montana, and of course Brady, right? Uh, but when you consider the greats that have two, uh, albeit the uh, the Starbacks. Um, you have uh, you know some great quarterbacks that have won two, and and that puts you in that class. I think what Mahomes just did was separate himself from like Aaron Rodgers. That that's the biggest takeaway there. Drew Brees, you know, um, Peyton has two uh, as well, but you know Mahomes now is you're you're looking at legacy. You know, you're you're looking at um, you know something that is uh, I think. This game was so pivotal that if you don't get the win, it would set him into a different class. You know, Elway had all those losses initially, and uh, and then you have um, you know guys that you, you, Peyton. Peyton was the one that came up to my uh, mind when I thought of him because Peyton's the only guy I can think of that I think was like one and. One and one going into that third Super Bowl and lost, right? And so now he's one and two, and then needed that last Super Bowl to basically uh, to to you know get it. Uh, and and you know that means everything. It it really does. It it, it means everything to get uh, you know something like that. Um, so you know that that's what I took out of it. So uh, you know you, that, that's the football part of it. And then, like I said, you know the the, the taste is going to linger with me with the, the conditions of the field in the second half, and of course that officiating call. But uh, without further ado, we have a lot to talk about about the game. But there was some big time news, and we're going to start off with that because that has to do with the Miami Dolphins and the much-awaited class of 2023 in the NFL Hall of Fame, and Zach Thomas is now officially a Hall of Famer, and that's something real special that we've all been waiting for. So, uh, you know, we're, we're going to start with that. Um, the class was announced. Uh, Rondé Barber, Don Coriel, Chuck Howley, 
I think he's the only losing guy to win a Super Bowl MVP. Uh, Joe Klecko, Darrell Revis, and uh, the entire Jets organization. Uh, Then you have Ken Riley, who I'm not that familiar with, and uh, Joe Thomas. Then Zach Thomas and Demarcus Ware. So there you go, and I want to start with that. So without further ado, uh, Rich, let's uh, let's stay on the Hall of Fame class before we we get back onto the Super Bowl. I know you have a lot to say after what I just said, um, but Zach Thomas officially a Hall of Famer, and uh, and that's what we're going to start our show off with. Long overdue. I was so happy for him. It's about time. Um, you know, there was nobody really more deserving than that. You know, year after year, he was getting, you know, he was getting, you know, overlooked. And I don't think anybody really realized how good he was. And, you know, if you want to know how good he was, look at old tapes and look at our linebackers now, and you'll know right away that there's a yeah. <laughs> there's a big letdown since 54 left now. There's no question about it. <laughs> well, yeah, you know? there certainly is. There's no doubt about it. You know, I, mean, I hey, the business has played a lot differently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. Um, you know, I was at his first game live when he first came, and that was against the Patriots that '96 game, which uh, you know, of course, was Jimmy Johnson's first game as well. And he uh, laid yeah. out uh, was it uh, the Patriot guy uh, Jeff? I can't think. Maybe Jefferson. I can't really think of his name, but he gave him a shot that to this day is one of the hardest shots yeah. I've ever seen a running back take right from the get go. And yeah. you could not keep take your eyes off the guy. He was just a mile yeah. a minute everywhere the entire game, and you knew he was something special, man. And you're absolutely yeah, right. What, yeah, the first, the, the first, yeah, the first preseason game I remember watching, and I'm just going, wow. You know? Like, yeah. He just right away. Like, you know, right away. Like, how did this guy last in the fifth round? You know? <laughs> yeah, I have no doubt about it. And And listen, you know, I was talking about, you know, uh, uh, the NFL head coaches and um, – yeah, and you read now, which we'll get into. I just gave the whole speech of when, he, when you win a second Super Bowl. Now it separates you as far as a head coach, and it puts you in a different class. And it's not a back-to-back. And the reason why I'm bringing this up again is because Jimmy Johnson, of course, you know, has the back-to-back one with the Cowboys, and that's where he'll stay. But if there's one thing that Jimmy, you know, th- that I will give him credit for in a sense is that he's got two Hall of Famers right now um, that he drafted with the Miami Dolphins, uh, you know, in Zach and Jason Taylor. And, uh, you, know, who, you know, who knows? We'll, we'll see. But, um, you know, those two guys, should I think, had, will be his claim to fame. Should have had three, you think? Yes. Yeah. He should have had Randy Moss, th- too. Oh. You know? <laughs> Well, that's a real stretch, but that's a real stretch. But I'm saying out of out of, out of the guys that he that he out of the guys that he you know he I think that I think that is his claim to fame with the Miami Dolphins. Like that's, that's what it. really yeah. what it is. I mean, you know, yep. you know, if it's not that, it's it's just destroying the end of Dan Marino's career and handcuffing him yeah. and, and, and and not letting the offense do anything that they you know they needed to do. Um, but uh, you know, defensively, uh, you know, those two guys obviously, and um, you know, and and a, and a good defense, and you know that that's what you're going to get out of the Jimmy Johnson Miami Dolphin era. So um, either way. Just really excited um, to get Zach yeah. in there finally. 
you know, one thing which I was thinking to myself, and you know, it's just a travesty. And I don't want to make it a negative thing, but the fact that Jimmy Johnson's Dolphin defense has two guys in the Hall of Fame, and the '72 undefeated perfect season number yeah, one no-name one. defense has one. <laughs> it's just insane, you know. Yeah, well, and I, I'm not saying how crazy it is. Yeah. It really is. And I'm not saying everybody should be in there, but let's face it. Dick Anderson and Jake Scott were certainly the best safeties in the game throughout that entire period. Namath even said it, second to none. And you put um, yeah. Cliff Harris in there, right? Cliff Harris goes in. They were every bit as good as them. And Manny Fernandez absolutely should be in there. That's my case. I'm not no saying everybody should, but those three absolutely should. I'm going to leave it at that. I want to leave it on a, a very positive note with Zach. Um, the rest of the class, you know, uh, it, it's a big one. The only one I'm not familiar with is Ken Riley Rich. I don't know how familiar you are with him. He was a quarterback. Uh, quarterback turned to corner back with the Bengals. Uh, I'm not that familiar with his career, so I'm not going to pretend that I am. Um, but, you know, other than that, DeMarcus Ware, uh, a little bit of a surprise because I thought that Devin Hester still waiting in the wings there, and I guess that'll probably be next year. And you had some other big names that, uh, you know, kind of got passed over. Joe Thomas, of course, two Jets, and it's the Jet class, and Revis and Klecko, which I'm sure makes you real happy. And if that didn't make you happy enough to ruin your uh, Hall of Fame induction, Rich, we'll throw on a little sprinkle of Rondé Barber. <laughs> but don't say I didn't well, yeah. tell you so, my friend. Okay. Just like not for nothing, the Jets almost doubled their their Hall of Fame presence with this with this class, and and the the insane part is this this Tampa Bay team that the '84 Dolphins could have beat in their sleep, okay, <laughs> has now more Hall of Famers than than most other Hall than most other Super Bowl winners, and it's you know it's probably one of the worst winning Super Bowl teams there is. And they have so many players in this Hall of Fame. It's insane. Well, let me, and let me tell you, it's not done. Because get ready, I'm telling you right now, you heard it here first, Mike Allstott is going to be in the Hall of Fame someday. I, you know, you follow me. You, you follow me all these years. I told you, I told you Rondé Barber was a Hall of Famer. And you, and you fought with me. Good. I hope yeah. that I hope people hear that and they're going to enforce it. That's what I hope. I just hope it's enforced yeah. and it's not just out air. And I I told you Revis was a first ballot guy. Believe it or not, everybody, he fought with me on that for years. Uh, and then you know the Joe Klecko thing. I, I just I just felt it was coming. Um, you know, uh, for Dolphin fans, listen. Uh, you know, Bob Baumhauer doesn't get talked about. I mean, you know. I'm just going to leave it at that. I mean, you know, nobody ever even talks about the guy who's a mean steak, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, but that's that. And, Rich, Chuck Howley, uh, Don Coriel, of course, too. Uh, Eric Coriel uh, gets in there. And um, Chuck Howley, I think, is still the only losing member to win the MVP in the Super Bowl, correct? Yeah, I think it happened in basketball, too. And I think it happened in uh... – Well, Jerry West. Jerry West. Didn't Jerry West get it? Right, Jerry West. And hockey, too, is not it? Maybe, yeah. But I'm saying just football-wise, yeah. he's the only one, right? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think it'll happen to any sport ever again, no matter what happens. Yeah. You know, don't you? I, I don't think it'll ever I, I hope again. so. I mean, I don't like it. You know, I don't, I don't like it. I, don't, I, I just I don't like it. I just think you have to win the game to get the award. It's just I'm the way I feel about it. Am I walking back to the locker room with that? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it is ridiculous. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Who wants to get that when you lose yeah. the, the game, you know? Oh. I mean, it is kind of crazy. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a strange thing for sure uh, to, you know, to have in there. But, um, you know, uh, all in all, pretty large class. And uh, I think that um, the, the names that came to mind to me, Jared Allen, I think, didn't get in again. Um, and uh, there's... Um, Terrence Mathis, maybe, and and, and who's uh, who's the other uh, uh, Colt uh, lineman um, that didn't get in there? Uh, and Demarcus Ware, of course, uh, you know, goes in um, to uh, to make it, you know, the second cowboy, I guess, out of the class as well. So, um, you know, I mean, was he as great as that, Lieutenant Falcon? Demarcus Ware. I was a little surprised. No, this, this, I got to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's. I, I, there's like, I, I feel like I missed something. I, I don't know. I, you I know that really, Denver. I thought he was okay. I never thought he was that great. You know. No, I mean he was good. He was very good, and then he went to Denver, yeah. and then they won the Super Bowl there. But you know, it's Von right. Miller really that got that got all the accolades yeah. for that whole thing. And listen, I just was very surprised. I get. I'm very shocked sometimes at how easy. Some of these guys go in, and certain yeah. guys that you just you're baffled at um, take forever. I don't understand it. I really don't. Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not going to sit here and fight that Demarcus Ware shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but I will sit here and fight about other guys that lasted a, 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 an eternity to get in there. That's the most shocking part of it. So I don't know how they you know I, I how they think, do. It. I, I used to think it was harder to. To get into the football hall of fame than the baseball hall of fame, I don't, I don't know which one's easier to get in now. You know, it just seems that like they made it the whole, the whole good instead of the whole great. You know, but you know, the weird part is though, as much as they've, in a sense, like you said, lowered the bar, it seems like the same guys, guys can't get in. Yeah, right. And they're and yeah. it, like people just shake their head, yeah. like, wh- why isn't this guy in? Yeah. But they do. They lower the bar yeah. for certain, you know, new guys. But those same guys that keep fighting to get in there, you know, just don't seem to get in. And it, it's a very strange predicament, very strange, you know, uh, dilemma for sure of why that is. But uh, but it is what it is. So uh, we got a whole Super Bowl to talk about. We're gonna take a quick break, and I'll be right back after this. Congratulations, Zach Thomas. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Trying to get my courage up. There was 
Welcome back to Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat and Rich coming at you. Just a reminder, you can catch all our episodes right on iTunes. Just go right onto the iTunes store and subscribe, and you'll get the latest episodes delivered right to your phone. You can also check any back issues uh, as well. And you can send us any questions or comments, uh, Show at yahoo.com. So, Rich, uh, Super Bowl 57 now in the books. Patrick Mahomes, uh, MVP. Uh, he's got his second Super Bowl, um, and uh, the stat line, both quarterbacks obviously played well, as I said. Um, 21 for 27 is Mahomes, 182 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, MVP. Jalen Hurts, 27 for 38, 304 yards, he's got the one touchdown in the air, and three rushing touchdowns, along with no interceptions, which ties the Super Bowl record. Um, and, you know, I said, and I still stick by it, I mean, to me it was a, a fairly exciting game, but then it was anticlimactic, and I can't get over, uh, I can't get over the condition of the field, and the Eagles, to my, you know, I, I was surprised, I mean, the Eagles, obviously they talked about it, a lot of people said it was the worst, a lot of reporters said it was the worst conditions they've ever seen uh, on a field, and, um, you know, but they didn't really harp on it, they really just kind of manned up. And I uh, just said it is what it is, and and then uh, the holding, uh, you know, the the, the Barbary uh, holding uh, at the end of the game, you know, he basically he didn't harp on it either. He said, you know, it's a hold. I thought I, they might have not called it, but held them a little bit, and they called it. You know, he kind of just kind of went with it. But um, but those two things, you know, why? stand out. I don't blame him for going along with it, but you really want to get fined a hundred grand for that? You know, a hundred grand. That's what would happen? Yeah, they would take basically. Yeah, he's a young guy. They take fifty one hundred grand from me for that. Yeah, really? I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah. So that's that's why I wouldn't really? say nothing either at that point. You know what? A hundred grand? Huh? I, Almost, I, I, yeah, I have I mean, no it's, idea. It's at least fifty. Yeah. That, that's why wow. you know nobody really talked about that. That's why you know it's like you know they don't want you to say a thing. And you know. So, uh, look, so, I hate I hate the I don't really like the way the Chiefs got into the Super Bowl, you know, and I know that was a little more egregious with Mahomes getting hit out of bounds to put him at the field goal range. But what bothered me with that is he flopped, you know, and it was kind of borderline. But I don't like the, the officials that dictating the winner. I mean, they really got they you know they got pushed into the Super Bowl by a call and they won the Super Bowl by a call. I don't like that. I really don't. Yeah, I mean it leaves you know, a sour I mean, taste. I mean, the... you know, we, we've seen we've seen way worse holdings than that that don't ever get called. Way worse. I, I thought that this was a horrible call. That, that, and, 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 that, and that flag was, you know, that that ball was so uncatchable. There was no way that he he stopped, you know, Juju from catching that ball. He had no chance to catch that. It was so overblown. 
you know. I mean, you you have to have some kind of just awareness that you're making yeah. the you're 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 making the decision on who's the Super Bowl champs. You're picking the winner. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. No. You're picking the winner and that's on that me, call. What the the head ref can't like huddle up and like talk about it a little bit and say, "Look, guys, uh, yeah. pick that up. That's not there." You know what I mean? That should have happened yeah. too. You know. I see you know, yeah. they, they huddle together when they have no business huddling together. Plays will tell the ten plays over the year with us, and they change something. And we're like, look, we're sparing. Go, what did that just happen there? Right? Yeah, I, I mean, I thought that. Yeah, it's just you hate to see that. I mean, besides no, the fact well, that uh, you know, listen, you're 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 robbing us putting the ball in Jalen Hurts' hands and, and watching a two minute drill to yeah. either. Win the game, tie the game. You're taking that completely out of our our things, right? Yep. I, I mean, you're ending that. You're basically ending that. And uh, yep. I thought that, like you said, uh, I mean, the ball, whether or not that's the rule or not, the ball completely uncatchable. I think he wasn't catching that ball, yeah. and uh, no. and it wasn't egregious enough for me. I mean, yeah, did he have a little bit? Yeah, but you know, that, I've seen so much work. I, I don't think that was egregious enough to end the Super Bowl. I've so, seen that, plays this year where they're, they're, the Waddle's jersey is, is pulled out like a funnel. You yeah, know, it's like a, it's a V shape, and they don't pull, they don't call anything. You know, yeah, we did see that. We did see that for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't usually harp on referees and stuff. I just hate. To see that be a deciding factor I really do and it was you know and that's something that's just it's going to aggravate me Um, it's one of those things like you know this is my problem with the whole NFL is like you know there's always something about this and you know and the more you think like things aren't like you know predetermined or this and that or they're just favoritism what do these things come up to you know and I just can't stand it you know you know it started with the tuck rule thing Back in the day, you know, and you know, and you know, the Patriots got their favorite calls with the with the Brady years over and over again. You know, then though, then you know, though, why would they get that call then though? I understand the call, but I'm saying, why would they be pushing for the, for that then? No, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but you know, I don't know. But they, it always seemed like after that fact too. They, they, oh were, yeah, they were, I understand they were, that. They were but the then that, ones, you know? yeah, no, I yeah, yeah, no, I can't explain what happened there, but you know. That was called on the field the other way, and they overturned it, which was ridiculous, you know? So I, I don't know. You know, I can't yeah. explain it, you know? And, and then also, I think, you know, uh, you, we cannot dismiss the fact that the field turf was horrendous, and they supposedly horrendous. switched the to real grass. Yeah, much worse yeah. after halftime. And supposedly it used to be turf. And they switched that stadium, and a lot of people are saying that that's why uh, Kyler Murray blew out his knee on that plant. It was the same kind of thing, and they resodded like recently, which you always said to me you can't do, and that that was just coming up like it was ridiculous. You could do it. You could certainly do it in Arizona. I mean, you can't do it in places where you know it's, how not, much? it's not that warm. But, how much time you know, do you need? If they did it at the end of the year, they should have been fine. You know, and they should have been fine. No, I think they did it recently. They were talking like they did it recently. Well, you know, that's a strange thing, too. Because remember, that whole field is retractable. That whole field can be 
put it into the parking lot. So I don't know how much is underneath it. You know, I yeah, don't know how that thing. So that may be that one of the deep. problems, too. Maybe it's yeah. just, it just can't root because it's not that deep. You know? That's a great point because how deep could it be? I mean, uh, you know, be, it can't be a foot because it would no. be so heavy. You know, I know that's so a that, great point. Maybe that's, that's why it's like that. That's probably you know? the problem. You're right. That's probably the yeah. problem. It's not deep enough, and yeah, the roots and all. It's not deep enough because it's so heavy. And, you know, look, and, I understand how big this halftime stuff is for the world. Okay. But you guys cut down on the theatrics and it's going to affect the field like that after they have done. Yeah. You know? And I think it did. You know? I think that's a big part yeah. of it. That, yeah. that. And you know what? You can't affect the game with that junk. I mean, it's stupid now. You know? You're, you're like, yeah. you're risking guys' careers and the quality of, of why you're there in the first place so somebody can bounce around the stage. I mean, stop now. You know? I mean, you know, yeah. get your priorities correct. You know? I mean, I'm not an Eagles I mean, the fan. Things are, the, the, things are, the things are three-ring circuses, it is, the whole the whole yeah. event. I mean, you, you, yeah. now, now you're going to affect the, the play in the second half? Yeah. I mean, I'm it's not ridiculous. an Eagles fan. I said that the pass rush is the key, and that's why I wow. lean that way, cause, and, and, that, and that erased it. I mean, they had no pass rush to all of that. Yeah. And not, the defense looked like hate. a shell. I mean, it really did. Yeah. If you would have told me that, that Hurts and Eagles are going to put up 35 points, and, and, you know, I would have been like, you know, they're running away with this. So, uh, yeah. you know, they, they were a shell of what they were, and yet still had a double-digit lead. Yeah. They couldn't run the ball other than Hurts. And they had 90-something sacks during the regular year and led the league and didn't get, get close That's to the one. key. I mean, I don't, even, I don't even remember seeing Mahomes getting hit after we threw the ball. No, the only one was where he got hurt on that run. There really was no pressure at all. A couple times I seen him, you know, rush a, a pass and take take a little hit, but um, not a lot. And you know, it certainly oh, I was. Yeah. I mean, if you look at, I mean, this is a team that knocked out two quarterbacks in the championship yeah. game. They knocked out two yeah. quarterbacks. Right. They didn't come close to him. I like it, that's the, no. the, the look no further than that. I mean, look no further than that. You can't have, you know, that much time with Mahomes. And, and listen, I'm going to give him credit, though. I mean, you know, the guy, he had a game. He had a game and, uh, and a half. And after the injury, you know, to have that big run at the end, and, you know, he, he did what he had to do. So, I mean, I'll, I'll give you that. I mean, he, he earned that. He definitely did. I just think that, you know, the – some of the breaks certainly uh, went against, you know, the Eagles' defense, and, and they had a hard time, uh, for sure, you know, recovering or, or doing whatever. But, um, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, you know, I think it was kind of anticlimactic in a lot of ways, which I said. Um, but, uh, you know, it's when, when you look back at it, this is a big game. Rich, it was. It's a big game. He would have went to one and two if he loses that, you know. And yeah. obviously now, you know, sets it apart. Um, I think it also, I think it also gives Brady even more of a shine because, you know, like I always said what's most amazing about that whole Brady Tampa run is that he went through Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes after they played Heineke. I mean, those three are like, you know, the top guys. He went through all three of them. And then, you know, to beat 
the, the Kansas City Chiefs, and then for them to come back now uh, to revamp, you know, obviously you got to tip your hat because there were some good teams in the league this year. You know, Buffalo was obviously a really good team. I think that the DeMar Hamlin thing hurt them a lot. I do. I think that it was too much for them to overcome emotionally. And then Cincinnati, you know, looked real solid, but – you know, Kansas City beat them and beat them pretty handily. That you know, defensively they were strong. So, so Kansas City really turned it up at the end. Um, but uh, you know, I, I don't know. Do you, do you see this? Do you see this game and the score? Uh, you know, you put this on like a uh, how high of an all-time bowl do you you consider this? Nah, no, not, not yeah. really. I don't really think yeah. it's an all-time great ball. I didn't think no, it was going to be that great going. In. It was better than I thought it was, but. I don't think either one of these teams are all-time. No, I, I wasn't. I, I thought it was going to be a bore. I thought it was better than it was, you know? Bore as far as what, though? Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't think it was going to be that great. You know, I just, I don't know. I just didn't feel like either one of these teams were like, you know, something like, you know, that we're going to be talking about from 30 years from now, you know? And again, I, you know, I didn't think the play was that spectacular, you know? He had some decent plays in the game, but. No, I don't think this is – I don't think this Kansas City team is one of these all-time greats. I really don't. Do you? Yeah. No, no, no. No, I don't. I don't think it's one of those all-time greats, no. But uh, – and I also, you know, I, I – I, like I said, I mean, I hate to keep harping on it. I, those those things put a bad taste in my mouth. I think it was too anticlimactic to be a great ball. It just yeah. was. I mean, it was, you know, yep. back and forth, this and that, and then before you knew it, Bump one, and he's coming on to kick a field goal, and that's it. Let's go, everybody. Home. Yeah. You know, it was like that kind of thing to me. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's just you know, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, you know, every year the Super Bowl is what it is, right? I mean, every year it's just yeah. <laughs> you know, it's been that way. But um, well, next year, yeah. next year is our 50th anniversary. The last time the Dolphins won one, which I never thought I could even. Comprehend that when I was eight years old, the first time they won it. But you know, the last time they won it. But really, you know, fifty years. You know. Yeah. No doubt about it. It's strange. All right, let's take a last. There was only eight of them, but we won two. We've been to three and one two with eight. I know. And and now it's Super Bowl fifty-seven, and we still won two. (laughs) You got that right. No doubt about it. All right, right back after this. This one's for you. Throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Fryer on the catch. San Marino has now thrown for more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Dolphins Legends Show. Your Pat and Rich coming at you. Take it through the home stretch here. Super Bowl 57 now in the books, and uh, along with it, the 2022 season. And um, you know, there's a, I guess a lot, a lot of takeaways from it, Rich. Um, you know, listen, one of the things I don't know about you, but one of the things that kind of gets to me a little bit is the fact that you had mentioned last week or something about uh, Burroughs or, or somebody going to their, you know, to, or Mahomes even. Uh, no, I, I forgot who it was before Tua, right? And I thought that was, like, kind of yeah. a little off. But, I mean, the fact that Jalen Hurts goes uh, in a season that, I mean, you know, I, he certainly – you had an MVP season and goes to a Super Bowl, and then you look at, like, Tua, you know, and then people talk about, you know, the backup of him and how that whole situation went. I mean, that, to me, sinks in a lot more, you know? Um, I don't know what the situation's going to be with him now. The latest is he's taken uh, a form of martial arts to uh, learn how to fall. And um, I mean, come on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, Really? Like we're at this stage, like I I don't know. I mean, how big is the the microscope that's going to be on them from here on out? You know, it's, it's going to be huge. They're never going to get off of it until it stops happening. You know, or or they're going to force them to quit. It's one of the two. I know. I, I don't I don't see which way it's going. I mean, you know, I'm just hoping that the, you know this concussion proof helmet that they claim they're you know developing you know helps somewhat and 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 maybe they can. You know, teach him how, you know, that his head doesn't snap back when he falls. You know, maybe maybe they can. You know, who knows? You know, I mean, that's the only thing I can hope for. Because, you know, if we have to start from square one again, it's going to be a long time before we ever can talk about being on Super Bowl Sunday. Never mind winning it. Yeah, and, and that's what I keep thinking about, you know. Like, I just keep thinking about um... – you know, basically where where we're at as far as uh, you know the situation now. I mean, uh, are you going to be 
back, like you said, at, at, at square one or, um, you know, is this, and there's going to be big decisions coming up. I mean, obviously the contract thing is not there yet. Um, it will be there, uh, you know, next year, but I guess you'll have a whole season to see how that basically played its way out before that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of question marks. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of movement. You know, we have Vic Fangio coming in now. Um, <laughs> you know, why don't you say what you said? Here, go ahead. Why don't you say what you said while you were watching uh, the game? <laughs> and most people, yeah. I don't know if anybody realizes that he was part he of that. He was the consultant to the uh, Eagles, and everybody was talking about how he was their secret weapon yesterday, and the Eagles' defense didn't really perform yesterday. And I'm like, can we can we relook at this? <laughs> Yeah, and and and, and you, you had asked me. Yeah, you you had asked me. You said, "Does uh, this mean he gets a ring?" And I said, "Yeah, absolutely, an NFC Championship ring." <laughs> oh God! Yeah, and that's exactly what he wound up getting. We're always involved, you know. We're always involved, yeah. no matter you know. But it's never good. We're never involved in the good way. We're always involved, though, you know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's very true. Um, you know, <laughs> the Dolphins have a lot of changes now, um, you know, and, and uh, they did a lot of good things. They have a lot of weapons, um, but, you know, ultimately uh, we're going to see where this stacks up with the rest of the league. I mean, that's how I've always um, – Compared when I when I watched the Super Bowls and the playoffs and stuff like that and yeah did we go to Buffalo and play well enough to win yeah absolutely but that is a division game and you weren't playing them in the championship game so you know how do you stack up against uh, Kansas City you know if you were to go there and how would you you know and that's what we got to see um, you know and I think that this Look, team really, can do a lot you know I really believe I believe in my heart that you know when we were healthy with with Tua. We were just as good as anybody else in the AFC, you know, or the NFC. I think, you know, we we had something special brewing, and then you know he got derailed, you know, you know with yeah. that with, with Cincinnati the Cincinnati game, and it never really came back a hundred percent. But I mean, the way no, we nothing, were rolling nothing ever came back after year, that. No, it, it wasn't the same. But like you know, when we were rolling at the beginning of the year. I mean, I think we could have played with anyone, you know. So yeah, you know, we could relight that candle. Yeah, it changed after that. And, you know, it changed because, you know, I think of the perception about it, too. I mean, you know, I think they done it so much, they made the situation worse than it ever was, you know? And I'll still believe that. You know, he became the poster child to, like, why we should ban football in the whole world. I mean, it was, you know, it was it was getting a little over the top. Yeah. And now yeah. you have to, you know, you have to obviously go into next year um, with some kind of a, a security blanket, um, you know, should that happen again. But that's not that easy to do. You know, some people were saying, you know, Chad Henney, and, you know, how we could use him. And, and yeah, I mean, um, you know, in retrospect, yeah, you know, somebody like that probably would have saved the year, you know. But, um, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I, you got to do better than you did last year. That I know. Um, well, but, but I, I, is, I don't uh, think Bridgewater is going to be back, but I would think that, barring some unforeseen circumstances, 
I think the best you're going to get is Skylar Thompson as your backup. I don't think they're going to go out and grab anybody because I don't think there's really anybody out there to grab. Well, I think Thompson will obviously be better, and, you know, he's got a playoff game under his belt. So, but, you know, I don't know how secure I am just just doing that again. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure with it either. I just don't see them making a move. I think they felt a little bit burned with the Bridgewater contract this year, and I don't know if they're going to go out and try to get another backup like that, you know? Unless, unless something, I, I don't know, but... You know, I don't. I don't see them bringing in like a like a proven number two, if you if if you want to say it like that. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, you could. Yeah. I mean, uh, some. Uh, you know, some kind of veteran of some sort. Besides, well, I mean, I guess yeah. Bridgewater was, but um, I don't know. Just never kind of felt. It just seems every time we bring in somebody like that. They look like they never played before when they go in. I, yeah. I don't. I can't put my finger on it. I don't know why, you know, but it just was just a bizarre thing. Yeah, I don't understand that either. I mean, uh, it was the kind of thing that um, <laughs> you just you would have thought that like some of these names. I mean, and they've and they've went to different teams and played well again. I mean, Brissett. Yeah. Played, I mean, he, he played like a different person on Cleveland this year. Compared to, he was inept. He was inept yeah. with the I Dolphins. Know. Teddy yeah. Bridgewater get a first looked down. like couldn't get a first down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was terrible. Terrible. You know, the other the other thing I heard this week too. You know how you know, like you know me harping all year long. Anybody listening to the show know that I'm not a fan of our linebacking core, and we were always yeah. wondering why. You know, our our first pick of the draft, Tyndall didn't really get on the field. Right. And they, he was talking last week. And he, and said he didn't that get the playbook. He never really had – he didn't get the playbook. Now, like, but, I mean, Rich, you're, you're, a, you're a linebacker. I, listen, yeah. you're a linebacker of that high caliber. Uh, you, right. Even if you don't get the playbook, playbook, you should still be able to break into somewhat of the rotation. The man was absent, M-I-A. Yeah, I mean, like, don't, I mean, if you're don't making you hits – I blame the coaches on that. Though. Yeah, don't you? T- to a degree, yeah, I mean, like, but, get him, get him to like, you know, get his feet wet and try to get him to understand what you want him to do in certain situations. Like you make him a, a situational guy, something. Well, I mean, instead of just burying him in a depth chart. I mean, well, I, I think that, have a big problem with that I think that you need to like. I mean, if you either have it or you don't. I understand you maybe need to learn the playbook a little bit better, but. Like, hit the hole and smash somebody. You know what I mean? Like, you can right. make an impact, yeah. uh, you know, at that position, irregardless. I mean, it, it, you know. I mean, just reading it, you know, if you just, like, if you just read what's coming, forget about the right. playbook. You can, yeah, if, you, if you, you just, just react, you're saying. Just react. If you're that, yeah, if you're that good. Yeah. Is that what the yeah. is, basically? Yeah, you know? it is. I mean, it is. Like, you know, it, uh, that's what worries Sometimes me you about have to that. Adjust because your, your defensive call can be totally off on what they're calling, and you, you're, you're going to be you're going to be screwed. So you have to kind of improvise if you're a good defensive player. You know, yeah. your call, the call, the defensive call is never always going to be correct. You know, no, no. But you got to change up the fly a lot of times. You know, yeah. 
So, so you know, there's that. I, and I blame the defensive coaches on that one, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah, to a degree. It just it just worries me a little bit, though. Even with that, it just well, worries me. I'm not me. saying this guy's going to turn into something special. I, I don't know at this point. I mean, they acted like you know, you know, they they you know they they you know they they solved atomic fusion when they drafted this guy. You know? Well, you didn't have a lot of picks, and he was your third third yeah. round pick, right? I mean, you didn't have a lot of picks yeah. at all, and he was your, your, your well, what what round did they take him in? They took him uh, round three, the right? Third round. For, yeah, and it was three. our first pick of that draft. It was our first pick in the draft, yes. So you know, you you would have to you know hope for you know better than that. And what we saw, I mean. I don't know. I was extremely let down. Yeah, I really was. I was extremely yep. let down, and um, I don't know. I guess, like you said, we'll see. Listen, you know what? You got you got a brand new defensive coordinator coming in, uh, so I'm more than prepared to wipe the slate clean with 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 him with uh, Bradley Chubb. I mean, you know, this is this, this is his guy. So listen, you start from scratch. This guy comes in. A lot of things should change there. Tyndale should be a lot better on the uh, yes. you know Fangio. Chubb should be a lot better. You have a lot of talent up front. You have the makings of a really good defense. A really good defense. Jalen Phillips is a stud. He's a stud. And you got young talent like that. Uh, uh, you got um, Wilkins. Obviously, you're going to have some contract decisions coming up, right? On him, what's the status there? On who? I'm sorry. Wilkins, Christian Wilkins. I think they can. I think there's one more year. I think we don't have to worry about. It. I think. I think next year is the year that we have to okay. franchise him. Maybe. Well, that's you know, a big I thing then, if that's the case. I think we're good well, next year. Yeah. So, I mean, really solid up front with Chubb, Wilkins, Jalen Phillips. You can play a lot of things with him. You know, Zach, uh, you know, you like him a lot, Sisler. Um, you know, you've yeah, you got a good. lot of talent, a lot of talent up there, you know. So there's a lot to work with. Um, obviously, the the linebacking situation, you know, and the secondary a little bit beat up, and, and you know, we got to see what comes from there. Um, but uh, you know, I'm I'm expecting to see you know some pretty good stuff coming out of there, and I'm excited about you know the new regime uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, it, does, uh, it doesn't. What does he play? He plays. Uh, it's a three-four, right? Doesn't he play a three-four? Think defensively. Uh, I don't know. I gotta be honest with you. I really don't know. Or, or, or four. The one three. thing I do. The four. one thing I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would. I would. I, I'm trying to think of who the linebackers are for for Denver. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, most guys today they play some form now of you know uh, uh, a quasi four-three with a floater, but. What I'm thinking is that um, when, when you come into a situation with the linebacking crew here, uh, you know, a 4-3, um, you know, I don't know if we have the linebacking crew for that. I don't think he does. I, I would say he's probably right. I would think a 3-4 and then you have Jalen Phillips going to be, the you know, the uh, A.J. Dewey, like, AJ Dewey what, type what, guy. What do we play mostly? What do we play mostly defensive back wise? Man in the manner of zone. We were more no, zone, we, right? 
we, we play too much. We play zone. So hopefully right. that's going to change zone. a little bit too. We're, we're doing yeah. way too much of that. Um, and listen, yeah. one other thing to, to, to add that I think is uh, important to note. Um, when you, I heard this. I don't know if it's true, but the one knock on Fangio is that these guys, like he, he's extremely aggressive extremely aggressive on every down, you know, um, going. But the one knock on that is that when you get a short yardage situation, um, it hasn't had a lot of success in that. So I don't know. I, just what I heard, and so we'll have to see how that translates. It's, you know, not my opinion, just something that I heard, and I don't really have, you know, any uh, basis to one way or another on it. I don't know if you heard that, but we'll see how that no, kind I really of haven't heard that. shakes no. out. So, you know, that that's what we got there. Um, you know, and offensively, uh, you know, obviously a lot of weapons. I think that the offensive line – you know, you, you found a lot of gems now, so it's just a matter of whether or not um, we can uh, kind of um, add a couple more so pieces that. to – Yeah, because you're close. Yeah, I mean, and our draft is going to be – I don't know if we're going to find anybody great in this draft. I mean, you know, we, what, we have two second rounders or something like that. Yeah. And then I know yeah, we're missing yeah. a couple rounds, right? There's some yeah. round we don't have anybody. I think it's like we we bounce around again, right? Yeah. There's no fifth or fourth or something like that, and then there's right, like right. then we have like four sevenths. It's something, it's something ridiculous like that. Yeah. Right. So so we're gonna have to see you know how uh, you know they do in like free agency wise and what they're gonna. There's gonna be a lot of moves though, man. I'm telling you, this is gonna go quick. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of movement. There's a lot of big name quarterbacks gonna be floating around, and what that's gonna do is that's gonna leave a lot of other free agents out there. Um, the Jets are gonna make hard pushes on a lot of things, so. We got to see where that kind of plays itself out. Um, you know, they the Jets had rookie of the year, Sauce Gardner defensively, and they had their receiver offensively. Um, you know, so I mean, there's a lot of young talent there. They're going to be looking to get a veteran, like we said, at quarterback, and that means they're probably going to. Uh, you, there's a lot of news get in that today too. There's a lot of news with uh, Carr today. Carr, you know, basically they had a deal worked out with the Saints, and he said uh, he's not going to accept a deal to the Saints or any other team. So they're going to have to release him, I think, tomorrow or the next day. Oh, okay. Like so, so like you were saying, yeah. so they were trying to make a trade, and he doesn't want the yeah. trade. He's going to get released, oh. and then he's a free agent completely, which is what I he's guess. Yeah. I mean, well, would, I mean, would you, would you help the Raiders no. out if you were him? I would. No. I'd, you know, be like, hey, you know, bye bye. You know, Absolutely. pay me the four hundred million, or you know, or let me go. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. And so, I heard he doesn't want anything to do with going to New York, by the way. Uh, okay, I hadn't heard that. So if he's a free yeah. agent, though, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. They're going to be tossing those kind of I – don't, I don't know that he is because I think they're going to be going after Rodgers first and foremost. So I don't think it's his first choice, but, you know, I'll believe it when the offer comes that he turns it down, you know. It's David Carr. Well, I think there's other teams he's going to have a lot of Derek Carr, rather. He's Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I know, we'll but he, the Saints, still, the Saints are still going to go after him. I got you. Yeah. You know, if the Saints are willing to trade for him, they're going to be willing to sign him, you know? Yeah. Look what you're talking about, though, right? I mean, it's the Saints. It's the Saints. I got you. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Not, not I don't really, think he wants uh, to play in New York. I'm just, I'
Um, you know, just and I can understand a lot of reasons why he wouldn't. But from the same token, let's see if that contract that he's looking for comes his way. How fast he signs that, but I don't know that it's. I don't think it's coming from the New York Jets anyway. I don't think it is. I think they'll. Yeah. They don't get well, Rodgers. I don't think Rodgers going, going there either. So, I'll yeah, I don't, now, now I don't think Aaron Rodgers is playing anymore. If if, if anything, you don't think he's playing anymore? I don't. You think I he's done? I got. I think he's done. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, you know. it's a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of interesting stuff that we're going to see how it all pans out. And uh, and if, if you know, those lot, come back and play, I don't think again. I don't think he's going to the New York Jets. I don't think there's any possibility of that happening. I don't think that's yeah. where he wants to go. Yeah, I agree. I don't think. You think he wants entire, to go to the I, AFC with all the quarterbacks in the AFC? I don't think he wants anything to do with that. Yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, personality-wise here would be a stretch, too. It's always great when you're winning, like I said, but, you know, when you start losing. Yeah, that wouldn't go, yeah, that wouldn't go too over too well in New York, you know what I mean? It really would. No. You know? No. It, w- it would get, yeah, it would get rough quick. So there's that, yep. too. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of questions to be answered, you know, and we're going to find out, you know, shortly. So, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this all pans out. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think that, you know, the off season is going to be something pretty, you know, yeah. pretty strong. And I think you're right on a lot of measures, Rich. I think you are. Yep. Yeah. It's be a good one. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Well, another year in the books, baby. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power off. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar to have a brew. Met a girl, we had a few drinks, and I told her what I Say a thing. 